Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Cats at night. Now here's John Katsimatidis. Welcome back to the John Katzmatidis Cats at Night Show. On the line with us right now, Anthony Scaramucci, American financier, entrepreneur, author. He's the founder and a co-managing partner of investment firm Skybridge Capital. Welcome back to Cats at Night. Hey, it's great to be back on. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy holidays, everybody. Well, we celebrate everything, uh, Mooch. Uh, tell <laughs> us, uh, give us an update to all Americans. What the heck is going on in in uh, cyber currency and and bitcoins and and our other friend down in the Bahamas. <laughs> uh, well, well, first of all, let, let let let's take a step back macroeconomically. We're having a very rough time. This is probably the worst year since 1971. You've got a combination of uh, a hawkish Fed, a declining stock market, declining bond market. Uh, the cryptocurrency markets are down anywhere, John, from 60 to 80 percent. Uh, if you've been following cryptocurrency since its inception in 2009, you typically get one year down 60 to 80, and then you get two years of highs, a third year of all-time highs, and then another another correction. And so that's been starting to happen. What I find most interesting is that I, I made my first Bitcoin purchase in October of 2020 at about 16,900. It sort of round tripped back to that level. Um, I think what's going on right now uh, is a bottom. I could be wrong. Obviously, it's very difficult to predict bottoms. Um, but the pessimism out there is uh, incredibly strong. Uh, and I would just point this out to you that when Sam Bankman Freed was uh, accused of fraud, uh, the markets uh, dropped anywhere from 15%. When he got arrested uh, and now he's in jail, Bitcoin actually rallied. So I do think we're getting closer to a bottom in cryptocurrencies, but the macroeconomic backdrop is very, very bad. And just two quick sentences on, on Sam Bankman-Fried, who you guys know, I know well. I found his testimony. I would suggest anybody that has an interest in mental health issues or cryptocurrencies in general, read the testimony that he was about to give to the Congress. If you're a mom or a dad out there reading it about a 30-year-old man, I get, you know, it's upsetting to me. He obviously has a mental health issue, and I expect him to be in jail likely for the rest of his life. So why wow. was he arrested just at Edcox here? Why was he arrested just before the hearing was going to happen? Well, you know, I can only I can only speculate on that. Uh, somebody that I'm very close to in the journalist community uh, said that one of the sources at DOJ said that he did not want anybody, anyone else to be queered in a jury selection process if this criminal case went to trial. Uh, somebody remarked uh, about the Andrew Sorkin interview. You may recall this uh, about 10 days ago, Andrew R. Sorkin of at the Deal Book Conference, interviewed Sam over a Zoom call, and a lot of people said, "Oh, that looks like my grandson who could have done something poor." 
you you and I both know you need one out of twelve jurors to uh, acquit, and then you've got a uh, a not guilty uh, situation. And I think if you think about the harm that he's done, and you think about the multitude of people that are now testifying that were on his team to the fraud and to the harm, and if you listen to uh, Mr. Ray, who's now the I guess the CEO of FTX, but the bankruptcy administrator, if you will. Uh, this was old school embezzlement. This was old school fraud. And I think they wanted to take the microphone away from him. So that's my insight there. I don't know if that's accurate or not. I can only guess, but that's from pretty close uh, journalist friends of mine that are close to the DOJ. It's uh, it's uh, Richard Weinberg, Anthony. So why did Maxine Walters, the chairman of that finance committee in the House, try to cut off all questioning of other witnesses? Well, if you want to go down the uh, the rabbit hole of conspiracy or you want to go down the rabbit hole of what she's worried about, obviously she accepted large campaign donations from him. Um, I think both sides are going to be found out to be in trouble here because I think he gave the money to the Democrats openly. That was part of his virtue signaling strategy to the woke left and to the journalists. Uh, but I think he was also giving money uh, through uh, various – uh, LLCs that didn't look like they were necessarily attached to his name to Republicans. And so um, he probably was, you know, 60-40 Democrats or Republicans. He also stepped out $55 million to one of his executives in a loan, uh, and that executive poured about $25 million of that into Republican fundraising, which is one of the reasons why the Department of Justice has him down for campaign finance fraud and campaign finance violation. So, um, was this customer be, money, uh, Mooch? I'm sorry. Was this customer money versus his money? Well, I think that you know, I think we're going to sort all of that out. But I think it has to be some customer money. I think he, you know, and, and John, you and I talked about this when it happened. Um, he owned a, he owned a piece of my business. Uh, fully disclosed, he owned 30 percent of my business. Uh, when I found out what was going on, I turned to my wife, Deirdre, and said, listen, I need to fly to the Bahamas tomorrow. I have to look him and Professor Joe Bankman in the face. Uh, something isn't right here. doesn't make sense. When I, when I got to the Bahamas, I met with them, but then I also talked to his compliance and legal team, uh, and they were panic-stricken. It became very clear to me that the compliance and legal team were not aware of what he was doing. And what he was doing is was in direct violation of the terms of service for FTX. Uh, and I was told they moved somewhere between six or seven billion dollars from customer accounts into Alameda, which was Sam's personal piggy bank. So you have to assume wow. that some of the money that went to these charities, some of the money that went to the media, some of the money that went to the politicians uh, was stolen money. You know, you have I to, mean, you have if to, it's in bankruptcy, is it a United States bankruptcy or Bahamas bankruptcy? Well, it's interesting. Uh, some of those entities are in bankruptcy and being administered out of the Bahamas. Most of those enter entities are being administered out of Delaware. Um, and so, I mean, uh, does the trustee, if a trustee is assigned, has the ability to claw it back from the charities <laughs> or claw it back from from uh, good question. the politicians? Good. Uh, it's going to be good work for lawyers. A lot of fraudulent yeah. conveyance, quote unquote. Yeah, there, there, there you go. Back. You know, it, 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 Ed notes that the real winners here are going to be the attorneys who are going to be ratcheting up huge fees on this like they did with Madoff and like they did with Enron and other other cases like this. Um, for me, I think it's a tragedy on a number of different levels. Uh, the 
lack of honesty, the lack of integrity, the ruining of people's lives uh, was indiscriminate. And so I think you'll find it wasn't just Sam, but it was a cohort of people, uh, many of which are going to go to jail for a very long time. But I don't see how uh, if, if Bernie Madoff had successive sentences that ratcheted him up to 150 years, I don't know how Sam Bankman-Fried is going to avoid that, frankly. Anthony uh, and Scaramucci, some, how do you but, compare? But his parents might be involved, too. They have to be involved. Well, that's where they're going to put the pressure well, on. I think, I think they'll put the pressure think, on the parents. I, I think that if they weren't involved, they're on the border of criminal negligence. And so they're wow. both uh, trained attorneys. They're both uh, professors at Stanford Law School. One was a compliance <laughs> professor. One was a tax professor. Um, and so, um, again, if you're asking me my gut, uh, I met with Joe Bankman on November the 8th. His father. Uh, faced, yeah, his father, Professor Joe Bankman, face-to-face, eyeball-to-eyeball. Uh, the anguish on his face has led me to believe that he wasn't aware of it. Now, could he have overlooked things or could he have purposefully overlooked things? Perhaps he did do that. I think that will ultimately come out in testimony that's ultimately going to come out. It seems like a lot of Sam's executives, they're young, aging from uh, 26 to 35. They a lot are of telling experience. The, they're, they're, they're telling <laughs> Anthony the Scaramucci, story. we've got a minute left. How does yep. this compare no, to, to Madoff? 10 seconds. How does this compare to Madoff? Uh, different from Madoff uh, will be resolved with less recovery than Madoff. So that's Much the less. bad part of it. Yeah, Madoff, Madoff really worked and, at and, concealing and it, And will those Democrats that got that money, will they be forced to hand it back since it could well, be the stolen Republicans money? Still the Republicans. The Republicans. Democrats, you're right. You're right. I don't think it's just – I don't think you're going to find it's both Democrats and Republicans when it all Thank comes out. Okay. Anthony, have, have a great, you guys. Thank have a you great again. weekend. Thank you. And uh, let's take a break right now. We're going to go to Lou Dobbs to give us a, mark, a report on the markets. Ooh. They were treacherous. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Hi, it's Lou Dobbs for Priority Gold, America's precious metals dealer. These are volatile times with high inflation, soaring debt, wars on multiple continents, and rising financial stress. Central banks are buying gold to diversify their reserves, so are many Americans. Call Priority Gold and find out how precious metals can help you diversify your portfolio. They're highly rated and happy to help. Call 1-866-303-6357 or get a free gold guide at PriorityGoldGuide.com. That's Priority. PriorityGoldGuide.com. 